0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to pop icon radio i am your host david host of pop icon radio live on the alternation radio 90.7 wkgc every tuesday from 8 to 9 um like i said last week we might be changing things up this next semester so we'll see how things go um but thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 16 of pop icon the podcast um and we have got a lot to talk about today um so today is actually the post christmas episode um so mary Christmas to all of those that celebrate. Um, I hope everybody had a good holiday. I I did. I really did. I, I'm, I had to pause because I did something really dumb the other night. It's not dumb, but it was just like I wasn't thinking while I was out. Um, so yeah, I ended up going out the night before Christmas um, with my neighbor um, just to get like a drink or two just to see like the crowd that was out because I know like it's usually like a big holiday. And then, like, once we, like, made it out, I was like, wait a minute. I think it's just Thanksgiving that everybody goes out for. Like, I'm, like, so not on the scene anymore. Like, I totally just forgot that. I don't think any people go out on Christmas or Christmas Eve. So, yeah, there wasn't that many people out. So, we, like, won, uh, had a drink at one bar. I ended up at this other bar um, where we knew, like, a couple of people. But I just, like, drank a little bit too much. And I was supposed to drink, like, soda waters in between each drink. And... Uh, I don't know what happened, I just didn't, so fuck that, dude, like, I had a headache the whole next day, I had, like, I was so hungover, it literally was not fair for my family to have to be around me on Christmas Day, because I was literally that hungover, I slept the entire day, I went to my mom's bed, and I just, like, took a nap, I just, like, crashed out, I couldn't even deal with the drama, and then I came home, and just, like, slept on my couch for, like, the other, like, eight hours remaining of the day, so... All in all, it was a fabulous Christmas. Um, I guess you could say, uh, so Merry Christmas. Like I said, once again, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Hopefully everybody has a little bit of time off of work. Um, you know, to rest their bodies up and get ready for this new year. Um, because I think that it's going to be a big one for Pop Icon Radio. We'll see at least. Um, Nobody was knocking on my door. That was just like me knocking on wood because I like want that to happen. Um, So, yeah, let's just like jump right into the show, Why don't we? What else is there to talk about Christmas-wise? I mean, gifts, I don't think anybody wants to hear about that. I did get everything like that I need. Hopefully, everybody that I gave gifts for, hopefully, they like like them, hopefully, they receive them. I still have to give my boss, Andrew, his gift because – it's here at my house in the freezer and he's gonna laugh when he sees it. I feel bad though, cause he got me like this like badass, like big ass, like thing of protein powder. And I got him, like, a $5 gift, but I, like, told him it was a $5 gift, so I'm just like, dude, you just, like, outdid me. Whatever. It's all good. I appreciate it. You have you have no idea how much I appreciate it. Need, I needed some sustenance. You have no idea. Um, So we can just jump right into the show, actually. Uh, so we can jump into the Billboard Hot 100 this week. We can start at number 10. We have got Slay Ride, The Ronettes. At number 9, we have got Jose Feliciano, Feliz Navidad. Uh, number eight, we've got Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Dean Martin. At number seven, we've got It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, uh, Andy Williams. At number six, we've got the only non-Christmas song on the list this week, uh, Loving On Me, Jack Harlow. That's kind of funny, actually. Uh number five, we've got A Holly Jolly Christmas, Burl Ives. At number four, Last Christmas, Wham! I watched that video the other day and, like that blonde guy his hair was like it i was like whoa what's going on here um number three we've got jingle bell rock bobby helms number two we've got rocking around the christmas tree brenda lee and you know what number one is the same as number one last week mariah carey uh, all i want for christmas is you um so i'm stoked great. That's great. She's going out on a high this year and she's going to go back into the ocean and come back again next year around November. So I guess we'll see her then. Um, So congrats to Mariah Carey. She did the damn thing. Um, We can jump into our box office news. We have got our box office top ten of the week. Actually, I'm not, We'll talk about box office news after this. Um, so we can start off at number ten. We have got Poor Things with two million dollars. Still haven't seen it. Still want to see it. At number nine, we've got Godzilla minus one, two point six million. At number eight, The Hunger Games: The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, three million. At number seven, the boy and the heron, the Studio Ghibli like anime film, three point one million. At number six, we have got the Zac Efron. We got that guy from the Bear, uh, starring the Iron Claw. like a wrestling movie, four point eight million. At number five, we've got Solar, five point four million. At number four, Anyone But You, six million. Um, so that's, I thought it would more a little bit more than that. It has Sydney Sweeney in it. It has the one guy that everybody's like obsessed with right now. I don't know. Number three, we've got Migration, uh, twelve million. Um, what the what is that? Number two, we've got Wonka, eighteen million. And number one this week, we have got the Amber Heard starring Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom with twenty seven million, um. Are they going to call that a flop? Because, I mean, they called the Marvels a flop and it had 47 million. So I don't know. Um, I hope they don't call it a flop because I'm obsessed. Uh, apparently, Amber Heard has like a substantial role. Everyone was saying that she was going to be like edited out of it. And you know what? I was going to fucking, I was going to go, I was going to riot if she was edited out of it and like not giving her fair share of the movie. But apparently, she was. Apparently, she had a good like showing in it. So maybe I'll check it out. Um, Not for Jason Momoa, that's for damn sure. Uh, So after this, we can get into a little bit of movie news... So I guess to start uh, movie news off this week, we have got a Young Avengers film apparently is in the works. Um, the movie begins filming late 2024, early 2025, uh, and I am assuming. Okay, so this all comes from this like Twitter that I follow. It's called at MarvelLeaks22. Um, they're pretty credible. A lot of the stuff that they say like comes to fruition, and so I'm really curious to see if this is what is going to happen. They have a couple other things on there. Apparently, the new Avengers. Uh, movie, The Kang Dynasty, Avengers Secret War. The uh, villain in that is going to be the Beyonder, who is the I guess somewhat villain of the original Secret Wars. Um, So curious to see how that's going to work out. Um, Actually, very curious to see how that's going to work out. I'm assuming like X-Men are going to be a little bit more involved because they're about to be Getting involved in the universe. I've got some more X Men uh, news later on in the show. We'll talk about it then. Um, but for right now, we got that little bit of news. Apparently, also the cast for Fantastic Four will be revealed in the next few days. Um, we'll see if that happens. I'm really curious to see if that's the case. Um, who they're going to cast? I personally, I, can, I don't, don't care who uh, the guys are. All I care about is who is. Sue, who is Sue Storm who is Invisible Warman I need to know um, so we've got that going on we've also got Lady Gaga have you heard about what she's got going on she is filming Follet Do right now Joker 2 um, in the role of Harley Quinn and director Lawrence Shear um, has come out and is saying that she is up to her old method acting tricks which means that she is like out there like being like a total like theater creep um, I'm here for it apparently she's going around telling everybody to call her Lee which I'm assuming Assuming is like Harley, I don't know. The director is like on a podcast saying like, I didn't know Stephanie at all. Stephanie Germanotta. Strangely, I felt like I never even met her, even through the makeup and hair test. Because again, maybe it was my philosophy of not trying to get in their space. But then I remember for a week being like, God... I feel like we are disconnecting, not even connecting. We are like opposites. And I would say to my crew, Jesus, I can't like crack it. She either like hates me or we hate each other. There's something weird going on here. I barely said anything except I would say, Stephanie, this is where your second team was. Minor little things. And then the AD at one point said, oh, you know, Steph would like if you just called her Leon set. And I was like, oh, 100%. I literally said the next thing I said was something like Lee. And it was everything changed from that point on. It was like our whole connection changed. I was like, all right, cool. Um, so, yeah, I know Lady Gaga's is always like down to do some type of like method acting. We'll see how this joke or two uh, goes. I'm really curious if it's going to be good or not. Um, we can get into that. We have also got some news. Have you guys heard of the Iron Claw? Um, the Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White... Uh Harris Dickinson starring movie Lily James is in it. Holt mcclanny I think is that is how do you say his name? Is that how you say his name? I'm not sure. So it is a 2023 sports drama film, uh written and directed by Sean Durkin. It is based on the life of professional wrestler Karen, Karen Kevin Von Erich and the Von Erich family. Um so a lot of people are like talking about it. Apparently, it's like really good. Um I'm curious to see. I loved wrestling growing up, but like I didn't know any of these guys. I was like a WWF, like WCW type guy. So, like, maybe this was like just a little bit before my time because it's saying it was in 1979. I think I was like into it from like the 90s and 2000s. So maybe they are like a big deal, but I only knew like. Triple H and like Steve, some called Steve Austin. Um, we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe you guys will check it out. Um, what else have we got going on this week in movie news? Oh, we have got oh god, Christopher Landon is out of Scream Seven. So Christopher Landon, as we know, he did like Happy Death Day, Freaky, um. He was going – he signed on to be the director of Scream 7, um, and he has now departed Scream 7. Uh, So the Happy Death Day director announced his exit on X slash Twitter Saturday, writing, I guess now is as good of a time as any to announce I formally exited Scream 7 weeks ago. This will disappoint some and delight others. It was a dream job that turned into a nightmare, and my heart did break for everyone involved. Everyone. But it's time to move on. Um, He continued, I have nothing more to add to the conversation other than I hope Wes's legacy thrives and lives above the den of a divided world. What he and Kevin created is something amazing, and I was honored to even the briefest moment get basking in their glory. Um, so, yeah, the Scream franchise, as right, he says, has been in turmoil ever since Marissa Barrera, the star of 5 and 6, was fired from Scream 7 over social media posts regarding all of the conflict going on um, in Palestine. Uh, she... I think that it was like unfairly like fired I don't think that she should have been fired for that she was just saying like I don't want anybody like her we talked about this on a couple of episodes I think maybe like three or four episodes back I think episode 12 maybe um, so if you guys want to check it out we go a little bit more in depth into that um, but like the director he just seems kind of like corny to me I don't know he, the way he like doesn't like that he didn't back her up like and it just seemed he was like very bitchy on Twitter there's a couple exchanges that I saw that I was just like not in love with I have some mutuals on Twitter that like we're going back and forth and it just like it wasn't Nice. So we've got that going on. I guess we can jump into uh, some music right, news. We can jump into some music news. So this week we have got a little bit going on right now. So uh, let's start. First things first. We've got some Childish Gambino news. You guys know Childish Gambino, right? He did that song like "This Is America." Everybody's heard it. Um, it was like pretty. It was like part of the lexicon for like a while there. Um, so apparently, Childish Gambino didn't pay the woman who was on the cover of "Awaken My Love." Her residuals. Um, The lawyers of Donald Glover won't talk to her. She was promised residuals, and the only person who got paid was the woman who created the headdress um, that is photographed. So that's kind of weird. Um, I don't know what is really going on. Like, dude, what are you doing? Why don't you just like pay her what you like owe her? I don't know. Something strange about it. Um, I feel bad for the lady. Her name, uh, her name is escaping me right now, but. yeah, I feel awful for her and I feel like he needs to reach out to her, make things right, and like move on from things. Like that was a long time ago, and he made a lot of money from that, I feel like. That was like a very viral song, very viral moment. So I don't know. I felt like kind of like awkward about that. Um, next things next. We guess we can get into some uh some Nikki versus Doja news. What the fuck? So apparently there's just like interview out there of Nicki Minaj. I kind of talked about this like a week or two ago on Pop Icon. Um, With Jake I believe about Nicki Minaj saying that she put out the song Cowgirl and wanted one of the uh, new rap girls on it and she said that uh, in the interview she said that the new rap girl gave her a track and then took it back whenever she said that she wanted to change her vibe up then tried to send it back again and then Nicki didn't want it and then told Nicki I feel like you don't like me so like did you really even want to do this collab together? Um, to which Nikki is trying to say that there was, like, no beef between the two of them. I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. Um, what I do know is Nikki Minaj fights with, like, a lot of the girls in the rap game right now. And I feel like she better kind of be careful because I feel like Doja's cat right now. Doja's cat. (laughs) I feel like Doja's, like, her, like, her bars right now are going to be a little bit harder than Nikki's. I don't know why. I feel like she can, like, put her in her place a little bit because... Something me and my brother talked about like a couple of weeks ago is like that nostalgia factor. Like the old acts just aren't like giving it like they used to. And Nicki Minaj, like with this new album, is like one of the is keeping up with that trend actually. But Jake said that he liked the new album after I talked to him last time. So I don't know, maybe his opinion changed a little bit. Um, so that like sucks. We have got a little bit more news going on right now. What can we get into next? Uh, we have got Kanye West. He is issuing a an apology for once in his mother freaking life. I'm just kidding. He, he apologizes a lot. I feel like, um, so Kanye apologizes to the Jewish community in a post written in Hebrew. Um, so that's interesting. The rapper Kanye, who has a long history of making anti-Semitic comments, issues, an apology in Hebrew. So the rapper formerly known as Kanye West, who has, who's been out there just pretty much wilding out. Everybody knows him. Apparently this girl, this, one of my friends at work, like, told me that he was, like, in his dick sucked at, like, a canal or something. She showed me pictures. I'm like, there's no fucking way. But maybe so. I don't know. This was a couple of months ago when he was, like, really losing it. Um, but he actually put out a statement to the Jewish community because he's been so weird and anti-Semitic lately. Um, saying, I sincerely apologize to the Jewish community for any unintended outbursts caused by my words or actions. It was not my intention to offend or demean, and I deeply regret any pain I may have caused. <clears throat> So, this statement arrives less than two weeks after Kanye went on another anti-Semitic rant. In front of, like, the Deceuse Network people, like, Natalie Nunn is there, Scotty is there, like, Biggie from Real Chance is there. I'm like, what is going on? This is, like, such a weird, awkward, like, crew. Um, so, he's finally putting out an apology. Good, he should be putting out an apology. He needs, he needs to be apologizing to a few other people, too, because, like he like he got crazy for a little bit. He was acting too fucking crazy and he first his first apology also needs to be to his former wife, Kim, and his family, right? I don't know. Um so we've got that going on. So yeah, I think that'll be it for our music news this week. We can jump into some we can jump into some of my favorite pop culture news. Pop culture, pop culture. So we can jump into a little bit of pop culture news that I'm like personally interested in, and I think you should be too. Um, So the rumored episode titles for X Men 1997 are out. It's going to be a 10 episode continuation season of the. X-Men cartoon series from 1992, or in from 1992 to 1997, and this is a continuation from there. Um, follows all of our favorite mutants. We've got Jean Grey, we've got Storm, Rogue, Jubilee, Wolverine, Cyclops, Gambit, everybody pretty much. Um, so yeah, we've got some episode titles, which I, I don't know how I feel about them. Uh, so episode one, To Me, My X-Men. Episode two, Mutant Liberation Begins. Number three, Fire Made Flesh. Number four, Motendo. Number five, Remember it number six bright eyes number seven shine with a strength reborn and number uh, episodes eight nine and ten are called extinction is or tolerance is extinction part one um so i guess we'll see how that goes you guys know i love me some x-men news uh where are they gonna put out like a trailer or something for it i need it like soon i don't know just even like a 30 second trailer would be amazing um so i want to see that in other like x-men news right now we have got you guys know the studio? It's like some video game news. You guys know the studio that did like the Spider Man games, like Spider Man 1 and 2. They're really popular. Um, but right now they're working on a Wolverine game as well, uh, first person player uh game where you can play as him and come to find out you can actually play as Jingray also. Uh, because everything from the game pretty much leaked. Like some leaker like got in there and like exposed like a lot of information about the next five years I think for the company they've got like a Ratchet and Clank game coming out they've got like a they've got a full x-men game coming out instead of just Wolverine so that's really exciting um but it's really sad because like some of the employees like personal information also got out there and I'm like why would you put that out there that's like crazy um so that's like sad news but also at the same time they showed us like pretty much like a lot of the gameplay from the being the currently being developed doesn't come out until 2025. So I'm like damn, they got it like a year and a half in advance. I've already seen like I read the entire story. Um look it sounds kind of interesting. They had take a lot of take a lot of liberties with it, make a lot of changes. Um so like I said, I'm curious to see where this goes. Um I like <sighs> I wish I would have done it the other way around. I wish I would have done an X-Men game first, of course. But at the same time, I really can't, like, say shit right now. Because, I mean, you know, we're getting it eventually. Even though it's in 2030, apparently. Um, So, that's fun. That's just, like, a little bit of um, pop culture news that I'm currently, like, obsessed with. Uh, We can talk about... Oh, also a little bit of pop culture news that I'm obsessed with. Emma Roberts put out a video on her Instagram the other day, uh, yesterday christmas actual day of christmas where she's making eggs a la francais like the countess Luanne does um and she like quoted like many different quotes from the countess and like real housewives in new york and i thought it was just like funny like they're so like in these guys like even emma roberts is making her like specialty eggs and they looked okay i would try them i don't know we'll see how it goes uh so that's funny a little bit of real housewives news um let's get to some more pop culture news so, I guess I could have put this in, like, music news, but I didn't want to. Um, so, Mariah Carey becomes the first artist in history to have three songs spend at least 14 weeks each at number one on the Hot 100. Um, and also, Mariah Carey extends her record as the artist with the most total weeks at number one on the Hot 100 with 93. So, congratulations to Miss Carey for that. um... I don't know. I like saw that for her and I was like, Oh, I'm happy for her making number one every single year. Like for the past five years, I have been happy that she's done that. My ex, like, was obsessed with her. And, like, he's going to be crying over this next little bit of news that I have to reveal. Um, because while all of that good stuff is going on, we have a little bit of sad news. We've got Brian Tanaka confirming a split from Mariah Carey after seven extraordinary years. Um, so, Brian Tanaka confirmed his split from Mariah Carey after seven extraordinary years together. Um, our decision to embark on different paths is mutual. And as we navigate these separate journeys, we do so with profound respect and an overwhelming sense of gra- gratitude for the invaluable time we shared. Um, Tanaka40 wrote in a statement shared via Instagram the memories we've created, the artistic collaborations are etched in our hearts forever um, there doesn't seem to be any bl- bad blood between the exes um, as he expresses love and appreciation for the always be my baby singer who is 54 and her incredible 12 year old twins Monroe and uh, Moroccan who she shares with her ex-husband Nick Cannon. Um, the dancer Gush about the warmth and kindness of Carrie and said her family had enriched his life. Uh, Mariah's dedication to her family and her commitment to her craft have inspired us during our shared journey. During this sensitive time, I kindly ask your understanding, privacy, and respect. The outpouring of love and support from fans has been a beacon of strength, and I am extremely grateful for the encouragement that continues to uplift me. I eagerly anticipate continuing my journey, knowing my passion for inspiration, dance, and the creative arts will resonate in the unfolding chapters. Um, so Tanaka and Carrie began dating in 2016 after her breakup from her fiancé, James Packer, uh, where she got like a bunch of fucking money from him because he did her dirty, and she know what? She got what she deserved. Um, so yeah, they had that they had like a little brief split in 2017, uh but he's been by her side like ever since. Um she's kept her relationship with him like really quiet over the years. Uh occasionally like they would like you know be seen out with one another and like they'd have like he'd be on her like Christmas special like dancing beside her like you know, as her, like, guy or whatever. Um, so, like, that's sad. You always hope that people can, like, stay together. But you know what? Sometimes people are better apart. Um, so uh, we can jump into a little bit more pop culture news. Maybe a little bit of Kevin Costner news. Yeah, I know. I haven't heard that name in a minute. So we can jump into some more pop culture news. So we have got Kevin Costner spotted buying pricey guitar, as rumors swirl, over a jewel romance. Um, so Kevin Costner was spotted taking home a pricey, high-end guitar. In a possible last minute Christmas shopping event um, this past Sunday amid rumors that he is dating the musician Jewel. Uh, so the Yellowstone star was photographed leaving a Los Angeles guitar center with a guitar stand in hand while an employee carried out a large Martin & Co. guitar box and put it in the trunk of his car. Uh the 68-year-old actor is reportedly dating Jewel uh, following a messy divorce from his wife of 18 years earlier this year. Um, the actor and the musician are reportedly having fun and not serious, according to a source who spoke to Daily Mail. Uh, still, Jewel49 has a light to her that has not been there in quite some time uh, for Kevin, I guess. Um, that's cute. He's still good-looking, actually. Like He's like still a handsome guy. If only he was like 20 years younger, I would love to like date him. If he was gay, I don't think he's gay, but I mean, obviously not if he's here with like Jewel, but like, I don't know. He's fucking sexy. I, kind of. Right. I don't know. I'm just like looking at him. I never really like looked at him like that before, but now I guess he's got like single man, like swag to him. So I'm like, mm, I'm kind of curious there. Um, But he's way too old. He's 68 years old. I could never date somebody six years old. I don't think unless they like had a lot of money and like wanted to take care of me. I don't know. Is that weird to say? I don't know. Um, So, yeah, we can jump into some more pop culture news. Um, We've got uh, Amanda Bynes news. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. So, we can get into some Amanda Bynes news. So, Amanda Bynes undergoes a drastic makeover after canceling her podcast. Um, Former child star Amanda Bynes unveiled a new look after announcing that she was done with podcasts for good. Um, Taking fans by surprise, Bynes, who recently debuted a platinum blonde look, decided to dye her hair black. Um... Her latest makeover comes amid her decision to end her podcast in favor of getting her license as a manicurist. Okay, interesting. Um, Bynes is not interested in being a blonde for the festive season. Um, Obviously, before taking off her platinum blonde hair, she shared photos of herself rocking the color during an outing with a co-host of her now-canceled podcast, Paul Simensky. Um, Besides changing her hair, Bynes recently spoiled herself by splurging on a black BMW from a used car lot. The actress shared the image of her new ride on her Instagram stories, writing, I bought a BMW yesterday, along with a black heart emoji. Uh, Bynes had previously... (laughs) Bynes Brian had Brian said previously shown interest in cosmetology, so her latest announcement should come as no surprise to her fans. Um, Brian's latest changes come after she confirmed to her fans that she was done with podcasts. podcast and wanted to pursue her license as a manicurist. Um, come to find out, she actually, like, started it back up, I believe. Now she's, like, doing it again. Um, so I'm happy for her uh, because... She really, man, they really, like, did her dirty a couple of years ago. Like, she was really going through, like, a mental health crisis. And they really just, like, the paparazzi, Hollywood, the media, they all just, like, pounded on her. And I felt so bad for her. Like, she was clearly going through something. And all these people just sat there and just, like, let it happen. I'm like, what the fuck? I think her parents eventually had to take over um, as her, like, conservators or whatever. Um, Now she's, like, starting to get her shit back together, I guess. But that's just, like, very scary to me that, like... The ups and the downs because she was literally on track to be like the biggest thing like going in 2005, maybe 2004, 2005. And then she, like, it got really scary in 2009-ish, I think. Or maybe it was 2008. I don't know. It was one of those years. Um, so we can get into some more uh, pop culture news, I guess. Or maybe some, like, fucking weird-ass news. Like, creepy news. So I don't know if you guys have heard the news. um But apparently over 170 people with ties to Jeffrey Epstein um, are about to be exposed in, like these unsealed by court documents. Um, so one name in particular, who's kind of scared is Prince Andrew. Um, the Duke of York is totally tormented over the anticipated release in January of the documents filed in a since settled defamation lawsuit, um, that an Epstein accuser brought against the convicted pedophile's madame, Jelaine Maxwell, back in 2015. Um Andrew's name is in there, a source told the Daily Mail. He is beside himself with this latest development, and everyone close to him is concerned for his mental well-being. Uh The disgraced British royal was stripped of his Royal Highness moniker and several of his patronages last year by his mother um over his ties to the late sex offender oh i didn't, didn't know that I, guess I didn't keep up with that that's creepy um he is facing his second christmas without his mother now the new year is going to start with his name being dragged through the mud all over again um andrew 63 is expected to spend christmas uh with his brother king charles and the other members of the royal family oh my god i like always thought that king charles was king An- was andrew i don't know I, like, don't pay attention to, like, British politics. I'm sorry about it. Um, So that's fucking crazy. You know who else said that they were on, like, his flights just randomly last week? I think it was uh Robert Kennedy Jr., or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird that he just, like, threw that out there. Um, Especially now knowing that we're about to find out the list. So who else is going to be on there? I don't – is Naomi Campbell going to be on there? I feel like a lot of people are going to say that. Um – Bill Clinton. I feel like those are like the names that everybody like throws out there. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, um, from what I heard, I think like three people were able to get their name like blacked out or like censored or something, and the others are all going to be exposed. So, guess we're going to find that out here soon. Um, so that is like a very a little bit of like scary pop culture news and we can get into some even like scarier pop culture news after that. I know. So we right? can get into some really like creepy pop culture news, I guess. Um that's like out there right now. Um has anybody heard about the Preston Lord like murder that happened? Um it happened in Queen Creek, Arizona. Um and apparently it was by these fucking pieces of shit, these guys who call themselves the Gilbert Goons. Um so yeah, there's, like, a lot to take in here, I know. Um, so, officials with the Queen Creek uh, Police Department are revealing new details surrounding their months-long investigation into the death of Preston Lord. Uh, Preston, 16, died following an incident on the night of October 28th. According to initial statements, police received a 911 call of an assault. Um when officers arrived at the scene, they found Preston in the roadway. Preston died two days later after he was taken to the hospital. In a statement released on December 21st, Queen Creek Police Chief Randy Bryce claimed that some parents have actively refused to let their children participate in the investigation. We need people to come forward and stand up for Preston, read a portion of the statement. Uh, Chief Bryce revealed n- other new details in the statement, but he did say he understands that it has been incredibly frustrating for the public. There has been not yet been an arrest. Um... Uh, chief Bryce also said that the police department is employing extra patrols in areas where the teens are known to congregate. Uh, We partner with our schools, businesses and other community leaders to reinforce safety and encourage parents to talk to their kids. Reads a portion of chief Bryce's statement. Um, So yeah, the police are having to speak out on teen violence amid all of this going on. That's crazy. They like, it's like a group of like 20, like freaking goons, like beating up one kid. And they killed him. Like apparently, it was some kid named Tanner or Ta- Tanner Talon, His parents own like a bunch of like, uh, what are they? Orange Fitness Theories. Um, they like are pretty like well off, and him and a bunch of other like well off teens are like going around and they've been assaulting people, like just acting like psychos the past couple of years. Um, yeah, they're called the Gilbert Goons. Uh. And something needs to be done about them. Like you just like you see these kids and they just look like they're just like pieces of shit. Like obviously somebody like died here, a 16-year-old kid died here and like the details are gross. Apparently he like apparently they like curb some of the kid, I guess. I don't know. He's 16. What the fuck are you doing curbing? Like uh, that's fucking weird. All of those kids and their parents should, like, go to jail. I don't know. I heard the parents are, like, pieces of shits, too. So, we'll see how that goes. The FBI has joined into the investigation. Um, so, I mean, fucking thoughts and prayers over there to that family. I couldn't imagine going through something like that. I feel like, I feel like this is, like, maybe bad to say, like, in an admission. Like, if somebody fucking killed somebody in my family, I would, like... Kill them and their family. I don't know. Ah, is that crazy to say? I'm sorry. Maybe I didn't mean that. That was like totally. I was just like hyperbole. I don't know. Um, but that's fucking wild. Like that poor family. Um, so yeah, we need to pray for them. Uh, and I guess we can just. We can kind of end the show after I we can do like a little review of the movie Saltburn. So yeah, I guess we can kind of end the show this week. We can talk about Saltburn. Um, I've kind of been teasing that I was gonna watch it um over the past couple of weeks. And finally, now that it is on Amazon Prime, I was able to. So Saltburn is a 2023 black comedy drama film written, directed, and produced by Emerald Fennel. Um, Emerald Fennel did a uh, Promising Young Woman with Carrie Mulligan a couple of years ago. That I thought it was going to be a bit of a bigger deal and then did it did not like it didn't like make as big of a splash as I would like that was going to happen. Um, so basically it tells uh, the story of the year 2006, a student named Oliver Quick um, attending Oxford University. Uh, while there, he meets a guy named Felix Cadden, uh, who's played by Jacob Elordi. Um Oliver Quick is played by Barry Keegan. Uh, we've got a bunch of people in this film that you guys would know. Maybe we've got Roseman Pike. we got miss gone girl herself. We've got Richard E grant who, I mean, I don't know why I feel like I know him, but I feel like I know him from somewhere. Um, we've got Archie Matt, whatever his name is, the guy from grand Turismo. Um, he was also in Midsummer. He was, I don't know when guy in Midsommar too. Um, and then finally we've got miss Carrie Mulligan. She was the star of promising young woman and she did a great job there. um, and if I'm being honest with you, I don't even remember who her character was in this. Uh so yeah, that shows you what I thought about it. I really, really wanted to like it. I went into it like, oh my god, this is gonna be like so scandalous, so fun. And uh it was like okay. Um the big things that everybody's like talking about are like the bathtub scene. So the bathtub scene, I watched it. You wanna hear something fucking funny also? Today we're like at the house um hanging out because My stepdad's uh, family was coming, or my stepdad, his like daughters were coming over with like their families, and they came over, hanging out, having a good time. My mom was like, "Let's put on that new movie, Saltburn." I saw on Amazon Prime. I was like, "Mom, these kids here are like thirteen and fifteen. They do not want to see that. They would be like scared if they saw that, and the rest of the stuff that happens in this movie because it it gets wild at some points." Um. So yeah, it's crazy. The bathtub scene. He like he ejaculates in the bathtub jacob lordy's character um and then <laughs> oliver like wakes it up and it's like i i scream there's like this tiktok of this like kid named Peyton, and he like makes his family like do shots like out of bathtubs before like little bathtub like cups before they like watch the movie and i thought i was fucking hilarious i was like dude you are a funny one um then everybody else is talking about it because like Barry keegan like at the end of the can i spoil it at the end of the film he's like dancing around naked around the mansion to the song murder on the dance floor the song by um sophie ellis baxter or whatever the fuck her name was the chick who was like damn wish i was your lover you know her um so like what the fuck she showed his dick and everybody's like it's the biggest dick i've ever seen he's got a huge one and i'm like my god like it's not the biggest i've ever seen i'm sorry it's really not like come on it's not a big deal like jesus um so we have got that going on and oh i just realized that carrie mulligan played like the friend oh really I was wondering who that was. It was her. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Saltburn is like a good time, I guess if you don't watch with your family, obviously. Um, but if you just want to like watch like a funny, like weird ass fucking movie, um, could be like your gig. It has like a fun soundtrack. Um, and Jacob Lordy is like gorgeous to like look at. So that's always nice. Uh but I think we can end the show this week, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I think before the year ends, I think we've got one more episode covering all of 2023. What do you think? I think that would be like – that would be kind of like the cherry on top of this podcast. uh, Podcast? Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys already don't, be sure to check out Pop Icon Radio on Instagram at Pop Icon Radio. Really trying to gain some followers on there. Um, so if you could, give me a follow. Uh, and I guess until next week, I will see you. Oh, actually, no. I guess we'll see you Friday for a new episode of Movie Day Rewind. Um, but yeah, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.